Amitators. Thanks for listening. This is episode 39 with Will Anderson. It was awesome. We talked a lot about stand-up. Uh, he's been he's been doing stand-up for 19 years now, <coughs> which it's quite a quite a feat. It's really cool. He's done a lot of stuff in Australia, and he he moved here to uh, do stand-up to just do it head on and um he's he's doing great it was a really fun episode um we we get into it we went on some weird tangents and uh, that's totally encouraged because that's i mean the show i mean you if you if you guys don't know by now or if you're just jumping on right now uh there's there's no there's no real format i mean i ask a couple questions but we just talk until till it feels like an episode um so yeah, so comment on uh, Facebook.com/yamatat with Doug Culp. Uh, please comment and rate on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, whichever one you you listen on. Um, I uh, I hear it's great for the great for the show. That was my uh, Scottish accent. I I can say great in a great Scottish accent. That's. I'm I'm not editing this out. It's just me rambling. Okay, so uh, my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And, you know, gear up and uh, yam out for Will Anderson. I'm here at the studio. It's in here. Nice. So I sit here, is this me? Yeah. I got the homemade air conditioner going. Love it. Oh man. I can't talk, look at this. It's like a phone from the past. <laughs> like, my friend Lindsay is an Australian comedian. He's been, anyway. I've been back and forth for four years. And so I always just had this and I never could be bothered like to get updating it, whatever. Or and then like, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh fuck it, I'll wait until the new iPhone comes out and then I'll do it. So now for the last like four months, I've really wanted to not have this phone. But I'm just like, I'm not gonna get another phone until like, so like I'm literally in the last 10 days or something of this. Yeah, what is it, phone. October when it comes out or something? Yeah, like the 17th or something. No, the 17th of this month. So like it's literally mm. a, week, a week away or something. So, thank fuck, I finally <laughs> look like I'm not a drug dealer. It's your burner phone. Mm-hmm. A term that everybody knows now, yeah. but didn't exist before <laughs> the wire. Well, I'm sure it existed before the wire, but now everybody's like, oh, burner phone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay, so that's what the wire gave us, apparently. <laughs> You're like, no, no, it's my regular phone. Mm -hmm. So right when you were calling, I was hanging up a call with my brother, and so that's why it probably went to voicemail when I... That was what it said. <laughs> when you called, I was right. like, what? Oh... No, it said, I know, but, but it said, or text me. So I was like halfway through texting you because I have a phone from the 1950s <laughs> and it takes me like, I was down there typing in one letter at a fucking time going, I'm here. Uh, oh, you rang. Good. That's good. Now I have half a message that I won't know how to get rid of. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. It's super. So uh, the BBC thing again, what was, it was like a game show type scenario? Yeah, but not with any prize, like a, like a, like a panel show, you know, like a, like an at midnight or whatever okay, sort of okay. thing, right? Where it's like the game for the sake of it being a game, but it's really an excuse for people to be funny. Where nothing is at stake. Right. 
Yeah. It's kind of a weird conceit, isn't it? It's like, I, don't, well, I almost don't know why they need to make it a game. Like, that's my thing. Is like, have you ever seen a British show called QI? Uh-uh. Okay, so... Oh, wait. Uh, Stephen are there, Fry like, hosts uh, it. puzzle piece things in the back? No. no. Oh, in the back, yeah. Like, well, there's a screens behind them. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, well, this show, is, it's hosted by Stephen Fry. Do you know who Stephen Fry is? He's uh, a wonderful British comedian. I'd know him if I saw him. I bet you would, yeah. right? And he is a brilliantly, like, funny and smart guy. But the conceit of the show is it's just a bunch of things that QI stands for quite interesting, right? Okay. And essentially it's just a lot of, like, it's a lot of things that we think are true that aren't true. Okay. Like, that's kind of what the format is. Yeah. So each episode you might just get through four or five of those. And they do have a question sort of thing where they go, yeah, what would you, I don't know, if something was on fire, what would you put it out with? And then they, everyone says what you think we all water. have been told, and yeah, then it's yeah. like they explain no, why. You shouldn't use water. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's it. That's the only conceit of the show. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it is just smart people talking and being interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you don't need anything else. Like, like the, all this shit with the games. That's what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, you've got all these people, and you've got, put in so many fucking games and twists and whatever that there's not really any time for us to actually banter and have any like engagement or whatever yep. I thought it was a wasted opportunity but then again it wasn't my show in fact <laughs> I wasn't even on the show until that morning so I felt like it probably wasn't my place to be dishing out producing advice on how they should be doing their show you're like listen I know I'm new here, but right. uh, I'm only I know I'm only here because someone thought I had nothing on today. <laughs> we need to retool this a little right. bit. Yeah. I've got some notes. I've given you all notes. <laughs> this is like secret millionaire. I'm secret producer. They're yeah. like, okay, this isn't gonna work. Right. We need to leave. <laughs> well that's awesome. Did you get did they call you or did like you have a like an agent or something that calls you and is like, hey, yeah, this no, thing. yeah, it's like I mean I think to be honest, the if I'm guessing it how it works, um, I would say that uh, I think the company, like the management company that like manages me, yeah, they are also they also produce stuff like they do John Oliver's show and a bunch of other things. Oh, cool. And so I think my gut instinct is they are probably producing this or like part of producing this. I'm guessing that's why I got the call, you know what I mean? Because okay. like, yeah. I'm Australian and I was on their books okay. and they probably knew what I was doing. <laughs> I hadn't put my podcast in their schedule. <laughs> I, try, I, try, I try for them to think that I'm a big deal. And I think when I'm ringing them up and going, I'm scheduled for a podcast this week, they're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we maybe don't. You're not. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So, um... <coughs> Comedy, mm. stand-up. Yes. Your specialty. Yes, that's true. How long? How long have you been doing it? Uh, nineteen years. Whoa. Two days ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, September ten. Mm. Unfortunately, with the events of September eleven, it really spoiled the celebrations that I was trying to have every year for my anniversary. No, it actually keeps, it, it makes it really easy to remember. Because every time people start to go, oh, September 11's coming up, I go, oh my God, it's another year that I've done comedy. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a laughter and pain thing. Yeah, and yeah, and thing, yeah. You know? um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, so I started 19 years ago, yeah, 19 years ago, September 
10 in uh, in Melbourne. In Melbourne, uh, yeah, open mic, like everyone, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it was yeah. a Sunday afternoon open mic, <laughs> and it was great. It was actually a great open mic. It was one of the best open mics I've ever, like, I, I, it's, it's strange to me that people actually haven't tried this concept more often because it worked so well. What was it like? So this, the format of the open mic was, it was a Sunday afternoon in the back room of like a pub, right? Yeah. And so people would come as like a Sunday recovery session, Sunday, <laughs> like, you know, we could go and like watch some open mic comedy, yeah. get some cheap drinks, just like relax in a nice room and like, you know, it's Sunday, yeah. you know, but they did it in two halves. I think they started at three and the show didn't finish until seven. They had a break in the middle. So there might be like 10 open mics in the first half and 10 in the second half. Yeah, yeah. And people, because it was cheap, sometimes maybe the audience are just like, you'd have a full audience for the first half, but then a bunch of people would leave and a bunch of new people would come in because it was, okay. they could just wander in and out. You know, yeah. it's at the back of this nice pub down by the bay, you know, in St Kilda. And, and it, was, it was just a great open mic. Like, you know, and pretty much like everyone of my age who does stand up in Australia probably did most of their early gigs at this gig like there was other gigs oh, going cool. on but, but that was like a good one to yeah a good like it was the best off. yeah and there was a real graduation like it was back in the days where i was talking to mark maron i love that i say that i was talking about maron in the three <laughs> conversations i've had with mark maron but anyway here you go uh but i was talking to mark maron and uh i we were talking about the idea of uh, he said when you come here he said how do you like what do you know what to do he goes how do you like make it happen and, and like and i realized he was asking me like no how do you because he has no idea either yeah. and i'm like well if martin Marin doesn't have any idea <laughs> like there's no way in comedy where you kind of go you do this this and this and then you get to this and then you get to this and if you do this you'll get this yeah. it doesn't fucking work yeah, like there's that no it's there's no scale there's no yeah like it really is like it doesn't make any sense at all mm -hmm. but back in the day like this made sense so this room made sense because what you would do is you would like work your way like you would start early on like if you were like a like first or second time you would be on like first or second on the day okay. and you would work your way you know through the lineup like you know it got better as it went on and you could yeah. see how you worked through and if you got good enough to get off that show you would get on their Tuesday night show, which was actually their big feature show, you know, right? Okay, and right. you'd get, like, the best open mic would get, like, a spot. You, so you knew that if you walked through to here, you could get, like, on the Tuesday night show, yeah, and it was yeah. like, it made sense. <laughs> you could just tell people, oh, this is what you do, and it'll all work out. <laughs> it's kind of like the um, UCB and Groundlings and, right. like, all those where once you've gone through the classes, if you graduate a certain level, then they'll be like, okay, now you're on this show to do your sketches or your improv or your whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, and that, I like that and I can see why people find that comforting. Yeah. Because I don't have any idea. there's a structure I don't have any it. idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> like, when people ask me, I'm like, I've got no fucking idea. I don't know. You're like, I'm living? Um... I'm living? I seem to be having a good time. <laughs> people go, is it going well? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm meant to be judging it. By what? By whose standards? <laughs> I don't understand the question or the answer. Please repeat it or don't say anything else ever again. I haven't been to an office for 19 years. <laughs> I feel like that's a victory. That is a huge victory. Often I go to the movies in the middle of the day. That seems like... That's awesome. I pay all my bills. <laughs> I have a house in... Like I own a house in one country. I rent a house in another. I mean, you own a house in like Australia? It feels like <laughs> things are going well, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But I have no idea if they are. <laughs> I could be making a series of terrible mistakes. I have no way to judge. 
there's no, um, I mean, there's no meter. There's no, there's no internal meter to be like, ding, I'm there. Or like, ding, you're doing it right. Like, That's like, I said to someone, I was like, well, by what measurement? But like, it depends what you want. Like, my podcast in Australia, like last year was like, what was that called? Uh, it's called, uh, so my podcast is called, called TOEFOP. People can, uh, T-O-F-O-P, uh, they can find that. It make, that makes no sense to anybody. I understand that. Tofop is it a it's Australian thing? Uh, no, it's named after Russell Crowe's band. I'm fascinated by Russell Crowe, <laughs> but particularly his music. And <laughs> like in New Zealand, before he was Russell Crowe, Academy Award winning actor, he was Russell the Rock, uh, R O Q. Yeah, uh, a Russell singer. Russell Rock. Russell Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he had a band called Thirty uh, Odd Footed Grunts. Um, Tofog, and I was fascinated by that, but I was more fascinated by the fact that he got rid of his band, but he still wanted to be called Tofog because he had the merch, so he called his new band The Ordinary Fear of God. Two worst band names in the history of band names, and he's nailed them both. I'm fascinated by him. So when we were looking for a name to start the podcast, we called it Tofog, 30 odd foot apart, just because it was was funny to me, right? Because the podcast isn't about anything, it was just about like nonsense shit that we're interested in, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, often on the podcast we'll talk about something serious and then the next week we'll talk about, like, it's Back to the Future and Incest movie for an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> I mean, we just want to talk about whatever we want to talk about. So it yeah. seemed to make sense to have a name that made no sense. Yeah. But we started podcasting also before podcasting. I realized that it might become a thing. Oh. Yeah, okay. now in retrospect, I wish I'd come up with a name that people understood. Because <laughs> I have explained that so many times <laughs> since then. But the greatest day. So like 90s was when you started podcasting? No, 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 no. We, no I, not before everybody else. Just before we thought it was going to be a, you know, a oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay, that, okay. No, we are, we've only been doing it for four years. <laughs> okay. But you know, like it wasn't, we didn't start it going, oh, at some stage we'll need to have this name on poster and Twitter and people will understand it. <laughs> yeah. We were just like, we need a name so we can load it into iTunes, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, because it was just a mate, it wasn't a comedy mate of mine. It was literally just a mate of mine and I started a podcast. Yeah. To, talk shit and like have yep. some fun and whatever that's have an all, excuse to catch up you that's know what it can be, yeah. and then people kind of really liked it <laughs> and then like last year in australia itunes like named it the like you know the podcast of the year and their big itunes end Whoa. of the year thing okay. but no but i said to a friend of mine i said being the number one podcast in your country is like being the fastest walker like it's impressive <laughs> but it's not impressive to anyone who can jog <laughs> you know what i mean like, like <laughs> Everyone on the radio is like, great. Right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, people pay us for our shows. Oh, no, we don't make ours in our kitchen. Oh, you put it up yourself. Oh, good on you. Good on you. Oh, you pay for it by selling T-shirts. Oh, look at you. That's You're adorable. adorable. That's adorable. How much are you putting into your super and you like, oh, I see. Yeah, this, that's my, that's my, uh, that's how much I put into it. Right. Yeah. That's my mic, the one single mic, and uh, Audacity, the free, free software. Right. So, you know what? Whatever, it works. No, I like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's the great thing about it, yeah. and like, there's something about it to me that, like, I mean, I, it's like it's like when some people complain these days. They're like, oh, everyone's got a podcast now. Yeah. I'm like. You know, no one fucking complained when, like, music came out and people started buying guitars. Like, you know what I mean? They don't all... Not every band has to be the fucking Rolling Stones. Sometimes you can just jam with your mates in your garage yeah. and it's fine, right? Oh, everyone's playing music now. Yeah. 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 And it's like... And as if, like, it's somehow that makes it worse anyway because guess what people who play music do? Go and see music. 
And guess what people who have podcasts do? Like, listen to other podcasts. Yeah. And go and see podcasts. And like, <laughs> anyway, people are idiots. People are idiots. I was thinking this the other day, I was getting mad. And I know I'm an Australian and I shouldn't come to America and like get mad at stuff. It's your shit. But I but live here now. And it's so, funny too, so. Well, the it's other day. comedy. Okay, there's, a, there's an expression that I love, which is you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. Do you know that expression? Have you heard that expression uh, before? No, but I... Um, right, so the rising... Makes sense. Right, so the rising tide lifts all boats is the attitude that I always have of like, that if you lift up like... For example, on my podcast, I will always publicize other podcasts that I like, whether they're big or small or whatever. Like, it's never one of those things where you're like, you don't want other people to you know, get good. Because I think if podcasting gets bigger, it helps us all, right? Yeah, if yeah. more people know how to download a podcast, mm -hmm. it's good for everyone. Yeah. The rising tide lifts all boats, right? <laughs> it's a nice way to look at the world. If you help people, if you make the industry bigger, like in comedy, for example, it's never good to just shut someone out or say, you know, this, you're not welcome here. Invite them in and like make the industry bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And you know, if they're great, then and you need to be better than them. But don't close, you know, the shop out, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, the Republicans in this country have started that they're using that term that I love, and it's almost like a philosophy of uh, philosophy of mine. They're using it in the fucking wrong way on television all the time. They use it in the way of like, hey, we're rich corporations, <coughs> and if we keep making more and more money, then the rising tide will lift all boats. Oh no! No, you're just building fucking bigger boats. You are terrible people building bigger boats. You are misusing that expression, and it makes me so mad. Like, so mad. Well, if you're getting mad about politics, that's okay. Right. That's totally okay. Is that because, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not a political guy. Like, right. It's, it's so fucked up where it's like, oh, Democrat, Republican, Green Party, uh, uh, Tea Party, and I'm like, I don't just leave me out of it. Right, sure. <laughs> but that's a problem. Right? That's a problem. Now, that's what I've been told. Twofold. Labels are the problem for a start. Like, because here, this idea that you sign up and say, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, like, you know, that registered sort of thing. That's insane. We should get rid of that completely. Yeah. Like, the first thing that we should say to people is when you vote, you should make a list in your own house or head or wherever of the, say, the five things that you find most important. Now, those things can, I always say, you should vote selfishly. You should honestly look at your life. And if you're like, say, a parent with kids and your priorities are maybe like healthcare and education and whatever, list them in a row mm -hmm. and vote like for the party that best represents that. And honestly, if your opinions are, I don't want to get gay, gays to get married, or I want to have my gun, then list them in a row and vote for the party that best represents you. Maybe your thing is, I want to be rich and pay no taxes, vote for the party that best represents you. But so much shit happens in the world where people are voting against, like, there's so many people in this country that vote Republican who are just getting fucked in the ass by Republicans. <laughs> and like, you're going in and voting, going, vote that again, that'd be great. Yeah. While they build a bigger boat. <laughs> you're not getting on the boat. And you're paying for the boat. That's your vote boat. Your giant vote boat. Your vote boat. <laughs> uh, I do. I do think the. I do think the system is a little broken because it's like uh, electoral college. Like they get all the say. Like if uh, if you're a Republican in California, like you you won't you won't get heard at all. You, your vote won't count. Right. Ever, because it's like sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the electoral college uh, is gonna vote Democrat. Like there's no. I don't think there's been an election in the last blah blah years where where they've been like, well, California got the Republican vote because it's just not it didn't it's 
happen. And I like that you said blah blah, not because you don't know, because you know exactly yeah, when I, I was. I know. I just but didn't people wanna... don't know when you don't know when people listen to this podcast. Right. Of course. So of like, course. if you said that and they're listening two years in the future, that's I mean, it's inaccurate information for them, you know. It's for posterity. Right. Well, yeah. I imagine this one will become timeless. Like in the future, people will be like, "Oh, God, you got to hear it." Like, I don't, I don't feel like whatever has made it that has happened yet. But stay tuned. Like it's, yeah. I feel like we're warming up towards it, and so welcome. I'll be like, you welcome, know, maybe listeners. part of it is the fact that I called it. You know, maybe that's what's made it legendary. The yeah. fact that early in the podcast I said something legendary is going to happen, yeah. and then it happened. Yeah. Maybe that's what. Maybe I'm like in the future. I'm like a soothsayer or something. Like Ooh. people are like, that'd be enough to, for me to start my own religion. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if I pick one thing in a podcast, that'd be enough. I'd find enough, enough weird, isolated people to subscribe to my theory. Sell them some t-shirts, start yeah. a religion. You started as a podcast and ended right. as a religion. Right, a godcast. That's what I'm doing now. Oh, shit. He's done it. Right. <laughs> Starting my own godcast festival. It'd be great. I mean, because awesome. they, those religious people, they are a good market. You know, they're making all those religious movies now, just especially for religious people. Yeah. And no one else goes and sees them. They're like Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. Like, you know, they're just for one type of person. And that's fine. There's heaps of those people who like those movies. Mm-hmm. And now they're just making all these movies about the Bible. And, like, they do, like, 60, 70 million dollars in box office. Because yeah. people are like, yes. People are like, yeah, that represents what I think. Yes. <laughs> but on a screen. <laughs> Speaking of uh, made-up religions and stuff, um, did you hear about that full circle thing in Santa Monica? I don't know. What's this? It's, um, so Andrew Keegan, he's an actor. He was in that movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, oh, so he started his own cult or something. I did vaguely see this. I saw the headlines, and I don't think I investigated the story so much. (laughs) But it was, so tell me what happened. So the reason why I looked into it more... Uh, it's because on the main picture with like a bunch of people like jumping up and like, yeah, yeah. is I recognized a face mm-hmm. and a buddy of mine is like in it. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. <laughs> but is it like a real, what is the nature of the cult? What is the religion? Uh, what is the, I mean, it's like, like, is it just like a giant vibes yeah. and like people together, right. but then they like p- people like give their money, I think. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's like fully like. Is it like, and like I don't know nothing about it. Robes so and like dedication. Is it just a bunch of kids who are at the beach taking mushrooms and fucking and thought, you know what, if we want to do this for another six months, we've got to buy some robes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, one day when they're we on mushrooms down on the beach, they're mushrooms. like, you know what, if we were a religion, we could get a tax exemption. <laughs> That's more money for mushrooms. That's more shroom money, man. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be tripping forever. Right. <laughs> Having one of those mushroom thoughts where, like, I'm the worst person to ever take mushrooms with because I am that person. I'm the person who immediately, like, the minute we've taken mushrooms, I'm planning the next 30 times we're going to take mushrooms because I'm having such a good time. I once tried to convince my friends. It was Christmas in Australia, so summer, and we had this beach house at Byron Bay, which is like... It's the nicest place in Australia. Nicest beach in all of Australia. A guy did get killed by a shark there the other day. So, look, it comes with its own dangers. But that is unusual. It's a beautiful place. And um, we had this, like, four of us. Like, me and my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time. uh, And uh, and my my best friend who I used to do the podcast with and his his girlfriend. And um, 
And so we uh, like took them on the first night, and I honestly like tried to convince them that we should take them for the whole month. We were there for a month, and I said, just let's do it, and let's just see. Every I was like, day? just see. Like maybe it'll be the great. Maybe we'll start our own religion. Yeah. 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 They weren't as into the idea. <laughs> <laughs> by the next day, I'd come to my senses. But they're like, they're like, once in a while, you're like, no. No. All the time. Right. <laughs> Surely nothing will go wrong with that, right? It's technically food. Right. So we'll be fine oh, it's there. It's from the earth. It's nature. In fact, I haven't had this many vegetables in the last month. I'm technically health, healthier this month. Than I was last month because at least I've had some mushrooms. People see me at the end of the month, they're like, "You've never looked better." No, my body's like on vegetables. I mean, it's like I've been taking mushrooms every right. day for a month. This is great, man. Thank you. You are a very complimentary rabbit. <laughs> it just hops away. Right. Cheers, man. I, I realize I'm alone, <laughs> alone in the middle of some place I've never been to before. Good. Yeah. Um, so, man, every every time, every time I hear you talk, I wanna I wanna try my. Oh, do you Have a go. I, I I mean, it's not racism. We're Australians. Oh no, yeah. You know. It's it's kind of jealousy because it's like I wanna I wanna be able to talk like that too. Right. No, you don't. That's <laughs> now it's racism. <laughs> Once you said that, once you gave me that no, little patronizing, no, it's not. Like, that's like going up to an Irish person and being like, "Oh, to be sure, to be sure, to be sure." it's charming potatoes. <laughs> no, that's not charming. It's racist. <laughs> but no, do it. I want to hear it now. Um, I want to see how how you can go. Do you have a phrase or a sentence that gets you into trying to trying to think of what? What uh? <laughs> you started pretty well. I gotta be honest. The trying to trying, that was good. trying to think of what I would say. Um, not sure. I I know. I could say no. <laughs> what I loved is that was beautiful. It started Australian. It became New Zealand. Oh no. Yeah, and then it had a little South African at the start of the what? next sentence. <laughs> uh, very nice. Multi-ethnic. You know, they all. To be honest, all of them you nailed. None of them sounded like the Australian sounded like an Australian, the New Zealander sounded like a New Zealander, the South African sounded like a South African. Yes. See, yeah. that's what I was trying to do. Right. It was See, a journey. Yeah. 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 Yep. It was a journey. They are the accents that I get confused for. Like people, but it always like like British people think our accents sound nothing the same to us, yeah. but. Somehow, when I'm in like in America, people will think that I'm British, yeah. including the Uber driver that I had the other night, who he had a, he had a thick accent himself, yeah. and so he asked me where I was. He asked me if I was British, and I said no, I'm Australian, and he obviously either didn't understand me saying that or didn't understand my, where Australia was. Or I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what he didn't understand. But anyway, he launched into this discussion about like the Scottish independence and the vote they're having in the UK at the moment and what my opinions were on that. And there was part of me that was like, um, God, I'm going to have to explain to him again, him again that I'm not an Australian, like, you know, that, yep. that I'm Australian yep. and that I'm not from the UK. But I, I was traveling on my friend's Uber account yeah. and I didn't want him to get like bad feedback for being like a bad passenger, right? Because he's yeah. giving me like this ride. So 
I had been in Scotland like two weeks ago at the Edinburgh Festival, <laughs> so I actually was quite up on the issue. Yeah. So I just went into it. I just I gave him all my opinions. I filled him in. So he thinks he's got a really reasoned commentary from a local. I'm from Australia, but I gave him some. I'm from a country that is on the other side of the world and still isn't independent from Britain. Like on the other side of the, we moved away, but we're still like still so mum's still on the money. Yeah. That would be funny if on his Uber rating for you, it said, like, British and not British. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and British. he's like, British. British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it locks in the interest. That's probably what they'll end up doing, like, on, like, maybe it'll even get to that point where you can, like, on your Uber app and stuff like that, you could have, like, those requests of, like, you know, do you want conversation, not want conversation, and oh, you tick the box beforehand, yeah. you know? Because sometimes you don't some, want conversation, some don't, yeah, some and sometimes, want like, you want to chat. And then, if you did want conversation, oh, here's an idea, Uber. I shouldn't be saying these things for free. <laughs> I should be selling this idea to somebody. I should be starting a startup. I should be getting this going. But you know what? I'm one of those people who doesn't want to do these things. I just want them to exist. Yeah. So I just put them out there and go, get out that airheads. That's yours. You, you, buy, you buy a gold palace in the clouds off that idea. But I just want to be able to use it. I want the satisfaction of using it. I don't want to own the company. I don't want to go through those years where we're working out the bugs. I've got gigs to do. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I just make it. Make it, monkeys. Come on. So this is my idea, Uber, yeah. if you're listening. Um, so you put the conversation thing there, and so they can either choose conversation or not conversation, maybe even music or not music. Oh, right. So on the radio, you could choose, there could be like a list of stations and you could like, you know, put what sort of like music you enjoy. Yeah. But the other one is if you're going to have a conversation, you could like have a list of like topics that you enjoy talking about or yeah. topics that you, you know, are off limits. So the guy knows not to launch into a like, you know, how about that government or like <laughs> if you don't like football or you really do like football. Okay. There's your idea, internet. <laughs> I think that'd be good. How about those government conspiracies, huh? Huh? Hey, how about those? But maybe some people are really into that, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, particularly being driven around in a black van hearing about government conspiracies. Like, for some people, that's a night out. He's like, I, how about those government conspiracies? I got a secret. This isn't an Uber. And you're like, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I've been watching this government conspiracy show at the moment uh, on, on the BBC called uh, Intruders. Okay. And it's like a. I don't quite know what's happening yet, but it's like, it's kind of, I think, about people Is who have been... Is it scripted or...? Yeah, it's a scripted okay. thing. And it's about, um, it's kind of like a, it's like X-Files-y or, you know, one of those sort of like going shows. going through X-Files right now, like, I, I watched it back when it was on, uh -huh. but I remember like a couple bits and pieces, but now I'm like going back through it and I'm like, oh, this is so good. All right, go on. This is clearly about people who've been living forever, <laughs> but they live in other people's bodies and there's... Intruders? And, yeah. Oh, right. cool. So that's kind of... <clears throat> It's not a bad show, but one of the reasons that I'm enjoying it, which is so superficial, is the main character, the guy who goes disappearing at the start, who's like this, the conspiracy guy that yeah. they've got rid of, you know, uh, his name's uh, William Anderson, which is my name. And so they always say, what happened to Bill Anderson? And what's going on with Bill Anderson? And I'm like... Like, I, like I feel like that's, that's me. Yeah, I'm like one, not me. Yeah, like one of those kids where they write your name into the children's book so yeah. you feel like you're in the story. Yeah. That is honestly how I feel. <laughs> and I don't want the show to get shit. It's okay at the moment. Like it's not the best. It's watchable and I'm enjoying it. But like I'm like I'm committed because of Bill Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like if you were you're like the if protagonist. your protagonist. Yeah, if your name was Laura Palmer and like Twin Peaks was on, you would have to watch like Twin Peaks, right? <laughs> yeah. To find out who killed you. Like you would have to because it's a famous 
Anyway, so I'm every in. every time uh, the name Doug is on TV, right? I'm automatically connected. I'm right. like, ah, oh, that's it. like in The Hangover when they had that song sure. about the first time right. I found a best friend Doug, and I'm like, that's awesome. That's because that can be about me now. I had a friend <laughs> telling me about a movie they enjoyed the other day, and I was like, why do you enjoy that movie? And they were like, ah, oh, because they really enjoyed the movie. And then they finally admitted to me, because her name's Celia, and it was the only movie where she'd ever, like, there was a character called Celia. So like, I'm like, yeah, so you just like that movie for that. Because of Because you. of that. <laughs> yeah. That's how simple we are. We should put out movies where people can, like, put their own names into I'm sure that technology's... Okay, here's another one into <laughs> Grab a pen. Like, yeah, let's do this old school. Grab a pen Don't, on your net. Not, I just imagine a bunch of tubes, like, oh, this way. Here's another idea. No. <laughs> oh, Shazam DB, by the way, that's another one. It's I am. You know when you see an actor around town who mm-hmm. you know is an actor but you can't remember what they've been in? They should have a thing like Shazam, like a, on your iPhone with the songs that brings up the songs yeah. that brings up their IMDb. So you like just click it, like you put it towards their face and it recognizes it and their IMDb. And you're like, oh yeah, right, I saw him in Mad Men. I I had that with a. Uh, there's this actor and I can't remember where I knew him from, but I saw him on the street. It was like months before I even moved here. But I saw him, I was like walking away from Amoeba, and then I saw him, and like, I was like, oh. But he turned around, and he thought I was like kind of saying hi to him, so uh-huh. he said hi back. Like he, nice. And so, oh, yeah, he was nice. a nice guy, and I was just like, I don't, don't remember know. at all no. what he's from. And you can't ask. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm sure what you would en- you <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure you would enjoy it. Like, if you, it's not like you... Like, you know, if you go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you're great in that. Like, it, but, yeah. but by then, they're like, well, he didn't know yeah, who it's I too was. Late. Yeah, 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 it's like, you know, I know. But you do want to be like, Shazam DB. Shazam DB. That's good. It's yours, internet. Do whatever you want. It's yours. That's good. That'll, yeah. that'll be a thing. Right. And something on Facebook, just like that as well, where maybe you load in all the people, you know, your friends into Facebook, yeah. but if you meet someone at a party that you've only met once or twice through another friend, you can like do the same thing where you hold up that app and it goes to like their Facebook link and you go, oh right, it's yeah. Susie's friend who yeah. I met at the, because she's the drummer in blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you maybe can even have a quick look at their Facebook page. So when you see them, you can be like, hey, how are the kids? Are you still... Like Pearl Jam? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what. <laughs> you like Pearl Jam? Yeah, right. Oh, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it might prejudice some, I guess, in advance, but... I think, does, I think Google, does Google Glass do something like that? Facial recognition stuff? Maybe. But you have to wear Google Glass. Yeah. You, know I mean? <laughs> you have to look like a... Tool. Right, and the Apple Watch as well. I'm a bit like both of those. I'm like, I, I don't, don't know. Wear a watch. I haven't seen that. Is that the like? The new, bi- the... Is there a big face to it? Or well, like it's gonna, what? yeah, it's gonna have like a well, yeah, kind of a big-ish face, I suppose, but not like just watch sort of thing. And there's different bands, and but I don't know if I want like a thing on my wrist that I'm. Yeah. Do I? I don't know. Yeah. I. I, I don't. Feel, so... I haven't worn a watch in so long. Yeah, no, I don't want to wear a watch. It feels weird. Yeah. Well, now we're all wearing the same. What watch. time is it? I'll check my phone. Yeah. Because I'm a human. Right. <laughs> The phone replaced the watch. Yeah. And now you're trying to bring it back. Yeah. You killed it. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I still so I still see people walking on the street holding their phone up to their face while it's on uh, speaker. And yeah. I'm like, you don't have to hold it that close. No. Your speaker is like very versatile. Like you can pick up a lot of sound. Yeah, I'm also I'm and not then they'll sure like hold it, yeah. it up to their ear and I'm like I don't what it, Stop it. I'm not enjoying how people are using phones in public <laughs> in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what? If you're in a busy street, like, and you want to look at your phone, 
like if you want to look at it, just yeah. step to the side. Yeah. Like be a human being. <laughs> like, but you're not walking as well as you think you're walking. Yeah. And you're not dry. I walk like a lot of the places. Yeah. And so I also see people in cars. Get off your fucking phone. Yeah. I see you. I see you all, and I see your eyes looking <laughs> and down. You're driving real slow. And driving real like, slow, yeah. and I see the people behind you get pissed off when, you, like, I, it is only one second in your mind from when the light changes to when you look down at your phone and go. It doesn't seem to you, but you know what? When you're walking by and the people behind you are in the flow, <laughs> now everyone's angry. You've made everyone angry. You know, like literally by you just going, oh, I need to check this one. No, you don't. Yeah. And now you've made all those people angry. And now the world is angry. Have you looked at the world recently? It's too angry. Do something about it. Stop making people angry. Stop making me angry. Think of the world as the Hulk. Don't make it angry. You're not going to like it when it's angry. Excuse me. I'm getting over a cold. Uh, yeah, that's totally true. Right? When people, yeah, people can't function... There's, there's still people who are driving with their phone, like, up to their ear. Oh, my God. I'm like, what do you... That's, like... Quit it. Like, at least use the earbuds. That's like, like someone smoking on a plane still. Like, I mean, yeah. God, I can't even believe they're still making announcements. <laughs> Is there anyone on this yeah. plane who was born in an era where you couldn't... <laughs> but, like, yeah, the I saw someone down on Santa Monica in West Hollywood, and, like, uh, the cop, like, you know, he, he was on his phone, like, talking. And he was so oblivious to the fact that he was doing anything wrong. Wait, the cop was... No, not the cop. The guy oh, behind okay, him. So okay. guy, sorry, guy in front on his phone, driving along. The cop's behind him. Whoa. So I see that. And, and then the siren comes yeah. on, right? And the guy is so oblivious to the fact that he's doing anything wrong. He thinks the cop needs to go by. And he waves him by. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would have liked to see what happened next. I would... If I'd been able to... Stick, like, if they'd been like... You know, if that had been like the teaser on the internet and they said you have to like pay two dollars to download the next half an hour of that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have downloaded it. Like straight away. I would have gone straight home and downloaded how that ended. Because I just wanted to see how that conversation started when he tried to wave him by while he continued to talk on the phone. The best thing would have been if the if the cop like internal monologue was like I admire his gusto. Oh, right, it just yeah. like goes around. Double, him. double bluff. <laughs> yeah. Cops halfway down the road before he realizes <laughs> he's giving him the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> these are not oh, the wait, droids. I was supposed to pull him over. Oh. He's giving him a little, these are not the droids you're looking for <laughs> out the window. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Well, maybe that's he's like, fuck, I better try something. <laughs> he's, on his, he's, he's on the phone to his son. Yeah. He's like, son, what should I do? Kids just been watching Star, Star Wars. <laughs> he's like, Jedi mind trick. He's like, didn't work. Trick, and the dad's like, well, I'm not your father. <laughs> no. Um, back when I had um, a slider phone with the keyboard, uh -huh. keys sure. all in place and everything, I could text without looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, there was this one time I was pulled up to a light. It was a red light. Mm -hmm. And I had my phone in my lap. Mm -hmm. And I looked down for a second. Yeah. And this cop pulls up on a motorcycle next to me. Both lights are red. And he goes, put down your phone. <laughs> oh, no. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm at a red light. I was just sending a message. He was like, put down your phone right now. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, right. oh, man. So... Clearly, after the light turned green, I went, and then I just... Did you, did you, did you. Yeah, I, te I texted it with one hand, not right. even looking at the phone. Send. Done. I can't do that now. No. 
can't do that now. Yeah. But I imagine that we're not far away from it all being voice activated again, where it's yeah. all just like, you know, so you'll be able to talk and send messages and whatever without ever like touching your phone. You're just getting your car and like put it in whatever yeah. so socket or connection that some it goes docking, in, and then you just some talk. standard docking station. Right. And there's some uh, there's something that I saw that was like an in dash, not in dash, maybe like projects it a little bit onto the windshield, and I was like, that's more dangerous. Don't do right. that. Because then they're not looking at the road, they're looking at the thing. Right, all the space age shit. Yeah. I mean, well, there's also that other thing of like, <coughs> you know, like Google, are, like, yeah, they've got the, the cars and stuff, the self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. And like, technically, if everywhere had self-driving cars, they think they could cut like the road toll, um, like, you yeah. know, immeasurably. But when is that going to happen? Because it's not like at some stage everyone's going to go, oh, 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 by the way, you all just get new cars. Yeah. Like, like, we're all in self-driving cars Government mandated, now. if you drive your own car, you're arrested and going to jail. Right. <laughs> like, you've seen how angry in this country people get when you try to take their guns. Yeah. You're telling them that you're going to take their pickup trucks as well? No. No way. No way. No way. For some fancy Google car? <laughs> you really think there's parts of this country that are going to be like, for a Prius. <laughs> for something that's not destroying the environment and that, like, is controlled by a computer. <laughs> no way. They are going to bury their guns and their trucks. Like, seriously. There'll be another revolutionary war. Have you seen Silicon Valley? Yes. How he has the self-driving car. Like, he, get, he gets into right. the self-driving car and it's supposed to take him. And it very... takes him to the robot island. And you're like, what the hell? I really enjoyed that show. It was I so know good. some people, like, I've had some friends who were a bit, like, and I think it will only get better. You know, like, when yeah. you see a show where you go, like, even by the end, it was really kind of growing into yeah, itself, Yeah, like, this is I building, thought. like, this is building to something. Right. Dude, that season finale was so awesome. I mean, that oh. dick joke thing, well, I won't give it away for people yeah. to say that, oh, but I it is... Oh, I lost my mind. It's fantastic. I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Right. Like, on the floor laughing. Right. Yeah. Like, a few times during <laughs> during that joke, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh, and they, the fact that, yeah, we won't spoil it, but There's yeah. something about that, like, <laughs> over-the-top, like, sexual profanity, like, whatever. But, like, so sincere, right. too. Like, the way they... It was... <laughs> the juxtaposition was brilliant, and it was so well-acted and so well-written. And apparently it, like, kind of made sense. Like, the other yeah. thing was, like, it, yeah, that it wasn't just nonsense. It was all kind of... <laughs> very funny. It's the sort of thing, like... You, it even if, it's the sort of thing that even if you just thought of that first, you go, fuck, now we're going to have to make a show. Like, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. I've thought of this one thing that has to be on television. And it's almost like if, if that whole series hadn't existed for anything else but that. But that joke, and then it's like, it. over. Yeah, like, that was actually all we really wanted to do. We're done. But we're we needed done. to put it in context. We'll so, give you more money, make no, more. No, no, that, no, was, no. that was literally it. <laughs> we thought of that, we had to make that happen. The equivalent of drop mics, walk off stage. It's just like drop cameras. All the actors just get out of character, start high fiving each other, hug each other, just walk off set. Jerking each other. That's off. the end. Oh yeah, and actually yeah, whenever it starts jerking each other, just after the credits though. That's what you get. That's like yeah. the after the, if you stay yeah. for after the credits, you actually. Oh, that was rude. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like um, like after I saw after I finally saw Summer Heights High. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, why didn't he make more? <laughs> why, why? Well, so he. I heard that it was because of he didn't like America, like what America does to TV shows or something. No, he look. Here's what I'll say about <coughs> Chris Lloyd is like 
His first show, he did, did a show... You guys know each other because you're both Australian. Yes, correct. That's <laughs> true. But it is true. I sometimes forget, I, I get offended by that, but it's mostly true. Like, it is like, you know, it's a small enough place that mostly you've bumped into. If you've been around for a while, you know people. Um, I was in uh, Italy and we had a famous... Like, an Australian went over to Italy called Mike... Megan Gale, her name was, and became a really famous model there. You know, okay. just unusual, like when Hasselhoff was big in Germany or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just one of those things where someone becomes really massive somewhere for whatever reason. Yeah. And so she was massive in Italy. And when I was over there, like, everywhere you would go, people would, like, when you said you were Australian, all people would talk about is Megan Gale. <laughs> and then, like, I, finally, it's me and my ex-girlfriend, and we're on this, like, holiday together. And finally, like, we're, ha we're really hungover. We'd been out in Rome all night the night before, and we're just having a beer at, like, lunchtime, trying to recover from the night before. And the waiter comes up, and he notices we're Australian, and he just, like, he, he says, uh, oh, you're Australian. He said, do you know Megan Gale? <laughs> And it, and I was like, and it like it, it wasn't. I didn't say it in a mean spirited way, but like yeah. it, it was grumpy. It, it was grumpy. <laughs> I said, mate, there are twenty four million people in my country. We don't all know each other. But yes, I do know each Because the principle and. This exception, yeah. that the point is that you can't just go around asking random Australians to know Megan Gale. Now, this would have been a more effective point if I did not know Megan Gale. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> That's funny. I'm proving the I'm proving the stereotype, I suppose. That's but, awesome. Yes. <sighs> oh man. So. Oh, Chris Lilly. That's what I was going to tell you. Yeah, Chris Lilly. So yeah. Chris made this amazing first series called um, the. Cert so okay. Before Summer Heights High, right? There was yeah. Something, so there was I'll, I'll put this in context. So Charlie, the guy that I used to host my podcast with, the guy that I mentioned earlier, uh -huh. who I, I did TOEFOP with, he um, <laughs> was a... Uh, he's a, like the made name. some short films the and name. stuff, won some film festivals. <laughs> he made a short film with Chris Lilly before Chris Lilly was Chris Lilly. Okay. So little connection back then. Yeah. And then um, Chris went on and did like a kind of sketchy show that didn't last very long that a bunch of like a, it was a big ensemble thing yeah, yeah. you know like a Saturday Night live style okay. thing but didn't really last in quite work but he was clearly the the star of it like it, well there was three guys in it who were really good a couple of guys called Hamish and Andy who are big stars in Australia now right. and there was also like um, uh, Chris Lilly yeah. who were really the standouts there was a lot of other great people in this cast it was like one of those things where almost like the show lasted like whatever, seven episodes or whatever, but the cast, almost all of them have gone on to have really nice. good careers. You so know? it was a good yeah. little springboard thing. Right, yeah. yeah. And so they, um, <coughs> so Chris went and made a show at the ABC called uh, We Can Be Heroes, The Search for the Australian of the Year. And he like had six characters and they were like people who'd been nominated to be Australian of the Year and he like sketched each of these their lives and it's it's brilliant. If people haven't seen it, you... I've heard I, of it. I've if, heard you're, of if you're an Australian, you would understand it more, but... I don't think, if you yeah. like Summer Heights High, yeah, 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 I think yeah. you would enjoy, and I think it's, to be honest, I think it's the best thing they ever did. Summer Heights High is probably as good and some people think it's better. I, I still have a soft spot for, I think there was so much heart in... We can be heroes. Right. That's <laughs> what I think. Like, there was so much heart in it. There's like one character in particular, and her thing is she's like... Jemay? No. Oh, so Jemay was in, uh, yes, but there was this other character who was rolling, she was an old character and she was rolling her way to Ayers Rock like to raise money for charity so but like rolling and it was like this it's, anyway I won't t say what happens but it's like it's a hilarious but beautiful story so well told and then he did Summer Heights High and then he's done a bunch of other things so he did a Jemay series 
and he did like a whole series about her, and he did a jo uh, Jonah from Tonga series okay. that just he did that. But neither of them were Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> weren't, as, weren't as well received either of them, unfortunately, as the previous stuff. I think he's better. Angry Boys too. Angry uh, Boys, yeah. Is that? That was after right. Summer has so been. those three have yeah. not been as well received as the early ones. Okay. I still think there's been lots of great things in them, and I do think that I like it more maybe when he breaks up the characters. I think that's probably the thing. Like when he focuses on one person for too long, okay. some of the characters can be hard to spend that much time <laughs> with. You know, and sometimes you need to go to another character to have a break. Yeah, <laughs> but he's great. I love Chris. Cool. Um, what else? Uh, but, uh, you were talking about New Zealand earlier. Yes. Did you ever see um, Flight of the Concords back in their back in their beginning stages? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Like I've known those boys since. I mean, I don't know them well now, but like I mean, you know, enough that you when I ran into yeah, I ran into Brett in the street the other day. We said hello, but like you know, <laughs> you know, they've done other stuff since we last hung yeah, out. Yeah. You know, he's won an Oscar. So. <laughs> But um, they, they, we used to, cause, uh, so they first probably did, probably their first international stuff was Melbourne Comedy Festival, so I would have been doing that for a while, so we met there. I know Jermaine came and saw my show one time, I don't know if Brett did, but I, um, but yeah, so then we did a bunch of shows together, like Montreal used to do a, like a, a stand-up, well they brought it back this year, but. Just, um, just for laughs? Yeah. yeah, so they used to do a stand-up down under night, so yeah, the best of Australian New Zealand comedy. Okay. So one year. The lineup for that was myself and I think this is right. Myself, a guy from Australia called Adam Hills, who's got a big show in the UK now. Um, Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Flight of the Concords, and I think that was the year that Jim Jeffries did it as well. So it was like this massive, okay, like huge. it was like all people who kind of, but Flight of the Concords in particular. It was like I remember those gigs, and the funny thing was they weren't necessarily even killing each night, yeah. but they were. Like for the the people who got it yeah. were fucking loving it. <laughs> there were some people who maybe weren't like. It is for a certain know? audience because right. I can see I could see some people watching it being like, eh, I don't know. Right, it's just not their thing. But me, I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Right, you could tell. Like it was one of those things where I think that's sometimes a thing that people don't get about comedy either, which is it's good to kill, but. You don't have to be killing. Like, you know, you just have to be killing to the right people. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, on a night like that, they probably on that lineup, every night would have been, say, on the night, the third or fourth best received by the audience act, right? Yeah. But to the people who knew comedy and to the comics around the back and to the people, like, they were clearly the standout act, you know? Yeah. Like, you could tell they were just going to be huge and great and fantastic, you know? Yeah. But they're such interesting cats because they've not really cashed in on it. They've not really like they go off and do their own things. Yeah, they just yeah. noodle about, like you know. I, I really enjoy that about them as well. Though. Like they, they kind of just like, oh, we're, just like just, yeah. we're just going to do our own thing. <laughs> I mean, after second season, I heard that they were like super exhausted because yeah. they just had been. I think second season they were writing songs and the show at the That's same right. time, and like they were just like, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're tired. When do you hear people say that? It's great. I love it. Nah. 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 Thanks, but no thanks. Sounds hard. Yeah. <laughs> they did a tour after that, and I yeah. saw them. I saw them play at um, UCSD, San Diego, and uh -huh. uh, um, 
someone someone yelled out, "Say or one more season!" <laughs> and then they were like, "Thank you, thank you. Uh, that's all we needed. So now we'll be doing another season." <laughs> I would love though. Like I know that's a funny, jo that, that's a great joke. Yeah. But it would be even a funnier joke if they, if did. they did it. <laughs> yeah. And every time someone asks them, "Why did you change the mind?" It's like, well, you know what? We didn't think people wanted it. I mean, I know, I know HBO were offering us like a huge amount of money and it was really popular and the DVC sales were in the, through the roof and it was probably a peak time. We were really hot. We were doing a lot of movies, but we just didn't know if people... We didn't know. And then one day on the tour, this one guy had the bravery and the courage. <laughs> to yell out to us. And well, he's our true fan. And I guess we'll just... He's our Mel. We'll make all our decisions like that in the future, I suppose. You'd ruin your life, because every time you went to something, yeah. people would just yell shit at you. Then. Six more seasons! <sighs> okay, okay, alright, we'll do it. <laughs> but you're not in the fourth one! What? Okay. Uh, I guess that's... Yeah, we trust the audience. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what's your favorite part about doing stand-up? Uh, what is my favorite part? That's an interesting question. Yeah. I, I've, I, got a, I've gotten a handful of different answers. Yeah, I mean, I think mostly that it's a, that no one else can tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I think my favorite thing about it is that. Like, my favorite thing about it is, you know, it's why when I'm touring back home, even if it's like a new show, someone says, "Hey, what's the show about?" Like, I. I never tell them because I like you never like judge the if you want to be really good you never judge no, no one's ever like hey uh, do you want to go and see Chris Rock and you're like no what's he talking about this year no one cares you either go and <laughs> yeah, see Chris Rock yeah. and he chooses to talk about whatever he wants yeah. and then you know he gets the leap the thing that I always liked about stand up is the show is and it's kind of the advice I give to new people when they're like how do you remember it or whatever I'm like you don't need to like I mean as in you're the only one who knows how it's meant to be going. Yep. The show is literally from when you open your mouth <laughs> to when you close your mouth, <laughs> like at the end, that is the show. And that's the thing I love about comedy. People yeah. try, think that comedy, like, I went to an open mic night last night because I got a mate in town, like, from Australia who just, like, was doing a few open mics while he's on holidays. Yeah. And I loved it because I was just watching everybody. And, like, <clears throat> some people who, like, aren't doing comedy, like, you know, they're doing comedy because you know, I think it's the only place people will listen to them, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and some people are having nervous breakdowns on stage, and some people you look at and go, oh, yeah, you're going to be like a comedian, and yeah, I can see yeah. that you're, you're going through this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the thing that it always reminds me is there's no way to, there's no right way to do comedy. Yep. There's none. Yeah. Like, you can do it how Flight of the Concords do it, or you can do it how Jim Jeffries does it, yeah. or you can do it how <laughs> The Simpsons do it, or you can do it how South Park does it, or you can do it how, like, Jeff Foxworthy does it. Like, you know what I mean? You can do it all those different ways. Yeah, there's and, a million different ways. Right. None of them's the right way. All of them is just like, you've got to be funny. That's like it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. you got to be doing comedy. Yeah. That's what I love about it. <laughs> that it has no other, like, you know, it's literally just the show is from when you start talking to when you finish talking that's my I think that's my favorite thing about it yeah, yeah. And that, like they're... I think it's why I don't like things like TV spots and stuff where like you've had to like run the material by them for fucking weeks uh, and you've had yeah. to like you know that you're gonna take every beat I don't even like to do things like that you know what I mean <laughs> like my last special my last DVD has like five minutes of me talking to some teenagers in the front row because 
there was teenagers in the front <laughs> row. You know what I mean? Like, it was I interesting. Want, that's what I would have done. Yeah. But if when it's your show, you can do that, right? Yeah. But if you're like, you, you can't go out on like Conan and suddenly notice a guy with a weird hat and be like, that's a weird. And they're like, you you've totally ruined this. Could. You've been like doing this for like, <laughs> we've been watching you at clubs for like four weeks. I wonder what you've they submitted would do. your script. I wonder what they would do. They would cut you out of the broadcast really? and never invite you back again. Probably. Probably. Yikes. I mean, Ugh. they can't like, encourage that. I would. <laughs> yelling out I would love like something super organic like that if it, if something happened like that and you're like, why is this guy dressed like a turkey? But that's why the best shows. <laughs> that's why I love setlist because that's where we ran into each other, right? Was yeah, it setlist, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I love that show is because it's nothing but the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going out to go. That's the. It's kind of like the the actualization of the thing that I think all gigs should be, which is. This moment should never be like we're going to make a show, yeah. and it's never going to be repeated in the same way ever again, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I think every stand-up show should be like that. Even if you're doing like 95% of the same material, yeah. it should still have that attitude of like, if you saw this again tomorrow night, it would not be like this. Yeah, it might be me talking about the same stuff, but it shouldn't be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Whereas like some people like that idea of like it's more like refining it to get it to the point where. It's exactly the same. Yeah. I could think of nothing. I'd be an actor if I just wanted to repeat <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's like, when it's like one hundred percent memorized and exactly the same every single time, it feels. It can feel a little like, uh, all right, well, uh, it's a little rehearsed. Right. Like. Uh, but I want to have the freedom to have that moment because I, I guarantee you. The bit that everyone always tells you that like, when they're like, hey, I was at the show that night. Those guys proposed in the audience, and you did like twenty minutes. Like, oh, I was there that night that like you were at the end of the show and it had been a really good show and that person yelled out, hey, oh, this was like, it was in Perth, I remember this show. Mm -hmm. Like, this person heckled me, it was the most effective heckle of all time because it wasn't really like a heckle heckle. <laughs> the show had been great. And I paused at the end and I was just saying thank yous and it was really like a nice show and I was just about to go into the end bits. So I was like yeah, yeah. literally just pausing for a second. <laughs> and, he, and it was like, not even yelled, just like enough to like across the audience. And he's like, hey, have you put on a bit of weight? Like, not even like you're fat, but yeah, hey, yeah. have you put on a bit of weight? But the, wor the worst thing was, I had put on a bit of weight, but I thought no one had noticed. Like, you know, because I was wearing black and it wasn't a lot of weight, like, but it was like a bit of weight. That a bit of weight that you're like, no one's noticed that we put it. And yeah. it was like, it, it couldn't have been more effective. It's like, you don't ring your nan enough. I'm like, oh, you know, everything about it. Like, so, but, you know, I want the ability then to go, even though I was about to finish the show, to then do like another 15 <laughs> minutes on that, because that's what people will remember. Yeah, You yeah. know? Right. That's my favourite bit, I think. Uh, and, you know, the, no one, the other thing I like about it is that you don't have to really give a shit what anyone else thinks. Like, I mean, you yeah, do. Yeah. People think of it like that. But, I mean, what I mean more broadly is, like, it's, it's one of those things where I don't, when you're a comedian, I don't think that you have any unearned respect for people. Like, you still you have capacity for earned respect. Yeah. But, like, I don't have, like, I don't naturally look at authority figures or actors or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. whoever people think are special, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, when you're a comedian, you're just like, this is all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is all bullshit, right? Like, why, why are you pretending that that's, like, whatever. I don't begrudge you know, 
Kardashians making their living or but just don't pretend that it's real <laughs> yeah, or that it means anything. Like let's remember yeah. what it is. <laughs> and I get it, but don't fucking pretend that you're important yeah. or any of this really matters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love uh like so I don't I don't have T V I have a TV but that's my second monitor for my computer. Uh -huh. And I only have the internet and there's, I mean, there's so much like uh, all that celebrity gossip. And By the way, that, that would have been that would have been a great uh, sentence if you just said, "I don't have ATV, but I do have an ATV." This like massive all-terrain vehicle, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I mean, well, why would you need a TV? And you've got this tank that you can just drive around your neighborhood. I'm like, let's go. This right. is the second part of the podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a run now. Now it is like that show, The Intruders. But now we're just conspiracy guys in an ATV traveling around the country like we're in pump up the volume or something. People see us coming, they're like, run! Right. <laughs> you on the TV in Australia, in America yet, Will? I'm on an uh, ATV in America, I guess. Does that count? Uh, that counts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, like having... having uh, when, when I see, like, a picture of a famous person, I'm like, I don't know who that is. Right. I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, that's when people... Because back, like, particularly in Australia, like, say you have some radio job. Radio's bigger in Australia than it is here. Okay. Well, it's different in Australia. Radio's better in Australia. Like, as in, like, a lot of comics and, like, people go into radio because that's where the big money is. And it's not like that kind of wacky morning zoo right, style right, right. radio. Like, yeah, there's some really decent comedians making really decent shows. <laughs> still terrible music and ads in between. But, yeah. you know, if you took... Like, I still listen to... Uh, they'll do the podcasts of these shows, you know, where they take out the ads and the music and it's just the okay, talk yeah. breaks. And I will download a few of them out here because they're actually great shows if you don't have to actually listen to, you know the show bit of it, you yeah, know, like yeah, if you just yeah. listen to the talking. <laughs> but uh, in Australia, um, there was a reason I was telling you that story about radio in Australia and why did we get on this topic? It was... Radio's better there. I know. I gave too much explanation and forgot the point I was making. That's what's <laughs> happened. It was something in between... ATV, ATVs, um, uh, uh, radio. Uh, celebrities and... Um... Okay, so when you're doing radio in Australia, <laughs> the downside is you have to be across... Like, you know, if Big Brother's on or you you know, that new show Utopia or whatever, you'd have to watch it so that you could talk about it on the radio uh, the next day because it's like their water cooler topics or whatever. Yeah. The minute I ever stop doing any of that shit, it, like the relief you get in your life that you just like don't know. Like, like in Australia, <laughs> we keep having Big Brother. And when you live in Australia, like even by, if you've never seen an episode, by walking around Australia and like, being in the meet, you'd know who everyone is by the end of it, right? Okay, it just yeah. soaks in. Or like Idol or one of those shows. Yeah. Like never have to see an episode, still know who fucking won it and what story was about that person. <laughs> but being overseas, I don't get any of that. So I have this thing where, like, I've, it's like I've missed a generation of minor celebrities. Yeah. So if you go to something where there's like all these people, you're like, that guy looks, he's really special. Who is that? Uh, she like, came second in Australia's Next Top Model in like 2009 or something. I'm like, oh yeah, right. That's a whole blank in my mind. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I met a girl who was on um, So You Think You Can Dance and she was like oh, one, yeah. of the, one of the top four or something mm. like that. And I was like, oh, cool. Mm. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't know. And that's a show to me, that it, of all those sort of shows, <laughs> that, like, two things about that show. Firstly, 
They can all fucking dance. Yeah. So the, the name has a bit too much attitude. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, call it, they call it MasterChef and they're home cooks. They're not even chefs. And the show's called MasterChef. But on the show, where all these people are really awesome dancers. And dancing is a skill, by the way. Yeah. An actual skill. Like, you know, like an actual skill. Yeah. They're not just belting out like a song on TV because someone told them they were good at karaoke once. Yeah. Like these are people who've had training and they're just like, I think I could probably dance. No. They're trained and they've come up with a routine and they've come in and you call it so you think you could dance it's too much attitude they they can dance they don't just think that everyone thinks it yeah they know they yeah know they can dance so that's the one where i'm like because i would love to be able to dance i cannot dance and i have osteoarthritis in my hips so oh. the point of me ever learning to be able to dance has has well passed. But yeah, your bones would be like, don't do this. No. You don't want to do this. Although I do sometimes have weird, like, you know when you're trying to get, maybe you don't do this, but when I'm trying to get myself to sleep, sometimes the best way to, it's kind of almost like a meditation thing, but essentially what I do is just invent some, like, fantasy scenario where it plays out. So one of them, I'll give you an example okay. of what I mean. Because at one stage, I'm, at some stage, I'm going to have to get both my hips replaced. Ooh. And so I'll just, but I'll go into this, like, fantasy, and maybe it's me even dealing with the idea of, like, that, right? Yeah. But, I go into these like fantasy scenarios where I get my hips replaced and they give me extraordinary abilities. So like sometime it'll be like sporting, like I get them replaced and then I have these amazing sporting abilities. Yeah, but because like, of your hips. Because of my hips, right. But sometimes it's dancing. Like sometimes okay, I get my right. hips replaced and like I can suddenly dance really well. And then like suddenly I can just like Christopher Walken in that like Fat Boy Slim style. Like, yeah. Like, like on Sunday, some old so guy good. who can just fucking bust out moves. Like and that's what I'm like. I just get my hips in and I do a bit of physio and then by the end of the physio I can just dance like that. That I, I, And by the time I kind of, wherever you play out that scenario, like I just fall asleep somewhere along me playing out, you know, where that goes. Yeah. Like sometimes in the sporting ones I don't even make it to the big leagues, you know, but I, before I fall asleep. But sometimes I'm like, you know, out there in the big leagues winning awards. It's fun. That's awesome. Hmm. Oh, um, I thought of something I can't remember right now, but I will bring up The Living End. Do you, mm. know, you know that band? Of course, yeah. Are um, they still together? Do you know? Because I've, so, I've been listening to them for since like 2000. I know that they broke up at one stage or had a break for one stage, but they were live. Have you ever seen them live? Yeah. Yeah, one insane. of the best live bands so, in the world. So, so like, damn good. I, saw, I got to see them twice when they were... Um, for like the 2006, 2007, I think, like the, their uh, whatever album had come out then had been out for like a year or something and they came to the States and I saw them at Warp Tour and then I saw them at a show that they headlined at House of Blues. And right. Was, oh my yeah. gosh. No, great band. Insane. So good. Yeah, they, um, <clears throat> yeah, they were one of those bands that were, I think, you never quite got the living end until you saw them live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. they were always, they had a bunch of good songs, but they were really a great, great live band. Yeah. Uh, we did an interview about speaking of radio in Australia. <laughs> I was in this radio show with a mate of mine, and we had Living End on, like, you know, for an interview for the nice. new album. But the one of the guys um, was wearing, like, a leather jacket, and it was so 
squeaky, and he wasn't talking a lot. Like so when one of like, when the others talked, the jacket would just like squeak into the microphone, and it was so loud that we had to like put a disclaimer on the start of the interview just because it wasn't live. We recorded oh, okay, okay. it and uh, did say to people like you know there's a lot of like weird squeaking because he was like just squeaking straight into the microphone. Like, but then people loved that so much that then it became like a running joke, and so like for weeks we would just interview the jacket. Yeah. Like we just cut that bit out. Like we just cut grabs of the jacket out. And so we crossed to the jacket for like commentary on world affairs or whatever. Like, it's like, yeah, we're just going to check in with the guy from the Living End's jacket and what he thinks about it. So that's, uh, every time I hear the Living End, I, it still makes, yeah, I have that little trigger in my mind yeah. that that makes me laugh. I think of that jacket, interviewing the jacket. I, oh man, it still it still boggles my mind like how much sound can come out of that three piece yeah. band. Yeah. And oh man. Well, like, that's like when you see a big three piece, like Muse, Muse might not still be a three piece, but they certainly were a three piece at like at one stage. And yeah, when you see a band that can make that much noise yeah. out of a three piece, it's always really it's, really exciting. Oh, it's crazy. Like uh, I remember. So when when you see him live, like he'll he'll have a beer and he'll like put it on the guitar and yeah. like play it like with the oh man yeah okay yeah they're good yeah. Go. <laughs> I just wanted to bring if you made it, if you made it this far guys you got a good music plug check out the living <laughs> suddenly they're at home Chris, knew- Chris is answering his emails he's like hang on there's been a bit of a spike in America I don't know what's going on oh hang on and if you still got that jacket the jacket's getting a lot of Twitter traction yeah. <laughs> I might start a Twitter account, the jacket from the living end, the dude's clever jacket, coming true. He favorites all the, all the tweets. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'd love that sometimes though, like I'd love, you'd love if something just became popular again because, like you know, if you started, if you just discovered something on your podcast or whatever, yeah. like sometimes, you know, like a viral video or something, if you... I've never really been in on the ground floor on much, right? Yeah. Like, you know, one of those things where you first passed it around to somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it became a really big thing and you can be like, yeah. I like, I was one of the first <laughs> people. Yeah. But there's an Australian um, artist called Gautier, who people might know. He yeah, had that big yeah. song over here, somebody that you used to know, yeah. right? It was everywhere, mm-hmm. right? I'm a big fan of his, like, of his, like have been for years. Yeah. And, when that song first came out, I was like, when it was the new single from the new album, so I was really excited to hear what his new music was. I was here in LA, and it was like, I guess, like the timing or whatever. I was literally like the 800th person or whatever to click that video, and I shared it with my friends, like, this is going to be like really big, this song. And then it was like the biggest song in the entire world, and it's had like 120 million downloads yeah, or something. Yeah. And I was like, I knew it! Now, admittedly, it probably wasn't that hard to guess, but at the time that I said it, that's about the one. That's the only one I've really loved out of my whole 40 years of living, so... Um, speaking of ground floor stuff and stuff where you're like you had the idea and then it got kind of like uh, your thing yeah, where you're ideas. like I don't yeah. want to do it because I don't have the time um, I uh, this was maybe like 10 years ago now and I was talking to my mom and my two sisters mm-hmm. and they were the only people there and I was like you guys I was like what if there was an ice cream that was cinnamon roll flavored. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, that would be amazing. Right. And they were like, but how would you do the icing? Like, how would you? And I was like, 
Ben and Jerry would find a way. Oh, that they find would a way. find a way. And damn it, they did. Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best ice cream flavor in the world. Oh my god, I. That was funny. I was <laughs> having um, the. What was it? It was a. Uh, I was having this conversation about something else, and I was talking about it on stage, and I actually got an email the other day from somebody because I was making fun of chocolate bars. It was something about working at a chocolate bar factory. And I can't remember what the actual joke was, but um, I was like, that must be the easiest like job in the entire world. Like you just walk in at like midday and just go nuts, chocolate, peanut butter, <laughs> high five. <laughs> See you in January. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's only a certain amount of it combinations of shit. Like, what else can we put peanut butter in? <laughs> it's, yeah, ice cream's the one now where it's like, it's gone, there's like crazy shit going on with ice cream. Yeah. Like, like, now that one that they have where it's just like, you can get like the the core of like the oh, syrup. It's like weird, the, yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad, that's a bad area for me. Like that ice cream? Ice cream? Yeah, man. Like I, that's where, that's where I could, like, if I'm ever going to fucking Elvis it up, that, <laughs> it, will, it will be, you will know who to point the finger at. It will be ice cream. <laughs> I had that, um, uh, the, what's the banana, uh, Ben and Jerry's one that's, um, but, I can't uh, remember yeah. what it's called. Uh, but anyway, it's great. Um, <laughs> but I was uh, in my old apartment here, and like one night I got up in the middle of the night, like 2 o'clock in the morning, and like because I couldn't sleep or whatever, and I went out to the porch, and I had a joint, and then I thought I'll eat some ice cream, and then I'll go back to bed, because I'm a man, and I made my own decisions. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like when anyone's ever like, my teenage years are the best years of my life. And I said, well, you're not living it as an adult properly. Yeah. Really? When, when, you, when were you a teenager, did you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, out of bed, got out of bed, ate some ice cream, smoked a joint, went back to bed, and like, didn't get in trouble, didn't have to feel bad about it because you're an adult, a human being adult. The other morning, because Australian football finals are on at the moment, yeah. so the other morning, I went to bed, like, so, oh, sorry, Thursday night, I've gone to bed Thursday night, say around 11, to set my alarm to go off at 3am, so I could go to a local bar to watch, like, the football from Australia, yeah. the football finals, it would finish at 5.30, and then, so, I went to that bar, I got up, like, woke up, you know, had a cup of tea, woke up, went to a bar, drank, like, nine beers, and, like, had a shot of tequila, and then just went back to bed, like... Like, got up, drank solidly for two and a half hours, and then just went back to bed in the middle of the night. And you know why I did that? Because I'm a man. I have a job, and I've made my own life, and I can do what I like. And so the next time you're my trainer years was a vicious, tell your story, walk and pal. I don't want to hear your shit. There was not one time, as a 15-year-old kid on the farm, I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, watched a football game at a bar while drinking alcohol, and then went back to bed, and said, I've got nothing to do tomorrow. <laughs> But yeah, oh, so this is what I was going to tell you. Okay. I got up in the middle of the night, had some ice cream. Yeah. Sorry, I got on that little rant. I, I like that idea, by the way. I may steal that idea from myself and turn that into some sort of stand-up thing. Um, uh, but I, um, I uh, had left... Oh, so, because I... The circumstances in which I'd eaten the ice cream. Yeah. I hadn't been careful when I was putting the ice cream back in the free freezer and I accidentally put it in the fridge. Oh. Open the wrong door, put it on the wrong shelf. <laughs> so, anyway, a few hours later, I've got up and I thought, you know what? I'm a man. 
I'm going to eat some more ice cream. <laughs> and I go to the freezer and it's not there. So at start, I start to freak out. I think I must have left it on the bench or something. Yeah. But it's not on the bench. I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. Um, I, uh, it's not on the bench. I finally realized it's in the fridge, right? <laughs> so it's like melted, but it's not like fully, fully melted, yeah, now, yeah. right? So I just drank it like a thick shake. <laughs> yeah. And it was the best. I bet, dude. Like, oh my God. Gosh. So what I'm going to say is if you ever, like, if you ever see me like on a, like Ricky Lake style, whatever, the, you know, Geraldo style special where I'm getting airlifted out of my house, you will know. It was ice cream. It was ice cream. <laughs> that done me in. So what, uh, what's your, what, like, if you, if you had the gig or the, it's a screwdriver. <laughs> Do you want a pen? I wanted a pen <laughs> and I got a screwdriver. I feel like Doctor Who. Wait. I just need to write down that teenage thing because I actually do have an idea Here. now. Now this is like a work thing, right? <laughs> yeah. If I write, if I write teenage years <laughs> on my hand, I got paper too. If you want it, oh, or would it right. better? Oh, on yeah, actually, paper might help. <laughs> You're right. Now, two things. If there's anyone out there who's like, that's a really great idea, but you know, um, so and so has a bit on that. Please tell me before I invest my time and energy into it. <laughs> uh, so, secondly, if that isn't the case and this becomes a really good bit, this will be a cool. Thing. Oh, this might be the thing that I mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, when I said this was like something really cool was gonna happen in this yeah, podcast, yeah. maybe in the future, uh, this routine becomes the bit the that biggest. takes me to, maybe it's it's my Hot Pockets. <laughs> this is my Hot Pockets. <laughs> this might be my Hot Pockets moment. And that's why people are listening back. And yeah. they're like, he predicted it in the thing. And then I said you. it. This you. is my Babe Ruth coming out and pointing at the stands. <laughs> I have now predicted that this will be probably, this will be my Chris Rocker's Chris Rock's Black People V. I'm not going to continue, but you all know the return. We all know what I'm talking we about. We all know. We all know. That's my moment. <laughs> so what would, what would be uh, like a huge, huge like dream like gig to get for you? That's, uh, okay, so I mean, I know like because it's a kind of a crappy question because then you go, well, yeah, but then after that, what? But Okay, so I'll, like, I'll answer it in this way. Like, at home, like, I have my own TV show and I've had my own radio shows and I've had my own newspaper columns. I've published a couple of books. Yeah. Like, but my main thing is stand-up. It's always been stand-up. Yeah. And basically what I have done is, like, like what I'm trying to do is only do stand-up now. Instead of doing all those things, yeah. like I would like occasionally maybe just dabble and do a little thing, but I would like my entire life to be stand up. So that's what I'm working towards. Yeah. So whatever facilitates that is the answer to your question. Yeah. But no, I, like as in like, do I want to come over here and like get a show that's like you know twelve months a year or like that takes me out of the stand up world for nine months? That it's, I have no interest in that at all. <laughs> like I just like doing stand up. Yeah. My audio life is almost now. I get to go home and do big shows and like kind of enjoy and make my money and and then I come over here and I just like go out and play clubs on the road and like <laughs> see America and yeah. like it's fun because people don't know who I am and like you know if you do a good job they really enjoy it and like I'm, I, I really enjoy my life and I kind of know that like you know when you do one of those other things that like it can take you out of yeah, it yeah right can, yeah 
So I would like to do something that just meant I could keep doing stand-up as much as possible. Now, obviously, if that became, like, you know, like, if this joke kicks in, like, if this bit <laughs> means that I'm now playing stand And stadiums, it will. And right? it will. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to go straight home with this podcast and book Madison Square Gardens for 18 months from now. But you but, could. I mean, but you could. <laughs> I might put a pencil. I might just say, pencil me in. I feel like I've come up with a bit today on a podcast that I feel like in 18 months... Maybe two years, like, but like in the next, like, tw yeah, in the next 24 months, like, you know, this bit, because we're going to have like, I mean, this is early on and then there's going to be Thanksgiving and like, Christmas yeah. and no one's really paying attention over the holidays, right? So then I've got to work it up and I've got to get it out there. It's got to kick through and then it's got to get through from comedy nerd fans more into the mainstream and like become like almost to the point where I don't want to do it anymore and people are coming yeah. to my gigs and they're like, teenage years are the best years of my life. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess so. And then I get spun off into a TV series and I do like two years of it, but I really just want to get back out on the road, you know? That's what I loved. And then so I get back out on the road and some guy's like, one more year! And I'm like, oh no! I, I guess I should honour that. Because, you know, out of respect. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. So that would be a funny joke. I'll go back and do another year because of this. And then that comes true. And that's the cruel irony. I ruined my own career trying to do someone else's bit. And it's... Tragedy. Yeah. So I'm gonna book a pencil. I'll pencil. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a midweek. Yeah, maybe not a Saturday night. Yeah. Cool. You answered. Um, <coughs> you answered one of the other questions I usually ask in that last answer, which was, uh, "What do you do now?" So you like you just do gigs and freelance stuff and. Yeah. So I so I kind of make my money back home. Mm -hmm. So like I'll tour back home. So I'll do the festival every year and. Melbourne Festival is like the third biggest comedy festival in the world, so it's like you can have a really, like I mean, you know, 22,000 people saw my show last year, so yeah. I, if I go home and do like, that was in Melbourne, you know, like if I go home and do the tour, if you do Adelaide Fringe Festival, Brisbane, Melbourne, maybe Sydney Comedy Festival, <clears throat> like I can earn enough money to kind of like not have to just coast, worry for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it means that when I come over here, I can be a little bit more picky about what it is that I want to do. I don't have that desperation of having to like go out for things or get another job or like do anything like that. Yeah. So then I try to spend that money, like spend that money and time trying to do as do, much stand up yeah. and learn as much about stand up and you know, or just even do that thing of going, like for me to go out on the road to some club for, cause a lot of the work I'll get will be like, like, cause I'm in a reasonable situation where and it was kind of like what happened yesterday with that TV thing is where I'm a person that no one's heard of, so it's hard to sell me into a club, mm -hmm. but I'm a person who knows what I'm doing and has like a great deal of experience. Yeah, yeah. And so I, and but is willing to work at like, you know, a, a, a rate that isn't commensurate with, yeah, because I'm new here. Yeah. No one knows me. I will work at that rate mm -hmm. on the pretense, like on the knowing that if I go to a club and I do a good job, they'll get me back like later at a different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Being in Australia affords me to be able to do that, where someone else might go, you know what, it's like only blah, blah, blah bucks, I'll go and do this other one over here that isn't as good, but it pays more. Yeah. I can kind of go, no, I'll go to, like, so I go on the road, like I've been to 16 different cities this year out like, doing road gigs, nice. but I get to go to 
Like I don't have to go to the terrible places. Right. You, you know, to I get to go to, go to, to like, clubs I get to go to Denver and Minneapolis and like you know the places Seattle like next week and like places where it's fun and they've got great comedy crowds. You know, like Portland and well, I mean obviously New York and LA and places like that. But yeah. you know, play the fun. You don't have to kind of do those like those terrible like one nighters in. Although sometimes if I haven't been to a place or whatever, like I did in Alaska week, Ooh. you know, just because I was like. Well, someone wants to pay me to go to Alaska, <laughs> Yeah, right? you're like, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I had a, like, at one of the gigs. Let's everyone, talk about ice. Everyone brought their guns to the gig. Like, what? everyone to the really? guns just inside next to them. I've never tried harder. Never tried harder. No. That's awesome. Wait, uh, what's the, what's, so what's, where are you going to be in Seattle? That's uh, next week? Yeah, that's this next week. This isn't going to drop yeah, in time. Yeah, it It's fine. <laughs> so... By the time this comes out, you you already did it. So how did right. it go? Oh, how did... great! Yeah, <laughs> I, I I actually uh, I premiered that bit. Oh, yeah, between now shit. and next week, which was actually last week when yeah. people are hearing this yep. or whenever. Yeah. Uh, whenever you hear this, <laughs> yeah, I, blah blah, which was blah blah. We don't, we don't like to put precise dates in this podcast where it's going to be timeless. Uh, so. so uh, yeah, I premiered it. It went great. Yeah. That was the start of how everything happened. So, yeah, in Seattle. So, it's a pity that we couldn't have told you guys to be there for it, to be honest. Because you probably would You missed a really good bit. Yeah, you missed it. You but missed it. thanks to the guys who were there for being so supportive. <laughs> and then now people are like, this podcast is like lost. I don't understand. Yeah. Are they back on the island? I have to take... Which I of them's to, been dead the whole time? I Hang on. put the pieces together. One of them's dead and the other one's a metaphor. Which one is which? I'm not sure. Is the metaphor dead? Right. Uh. <laughs> Why is that guy in the corner flogging a dead horse? I... Yeah, I am... Um, I... Sorry, but I've got... Yeah, so I've got a bunch of other gigs though. If people do want to like check me out, willanderson.com.au. I'm traveling all over America and there's yeah. like six or seven more before the end of the year. I'm going to like San Jose to Rooster Tea Feathers and Chicago and... I don't know Dallas, lots of other places. Yeah, yeah. Back to Denver again, and what's your stuff. what's your Twitter? Do you uh, have a Twitter? Yeah, it is uh, Will with one L uh, underscore Anderson. Yeah, so Will underscore Anderson. Anderson with an O. Yeah, Anderson with an O, but not at the start. Anderson. I'm just Will with one L. Yeah, who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People could be crazy. They're like, hey, maybe it's an Australian thing. I don't know. Right, Anderson. Yeah, people. Uh, I don't discriminate. <laughs> It's like, I've got my friend Lindsay staying with me, and like yesterday I had another comic over at my house doing my podcast, and I said, this is my friend Lindsay, and he just said, oh yeah, that's not that's not a man's name in this country. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, but it is in my country, so... Yeah. Right, don't... There's no blanket. Right. Like. I got a friend called Graham, like, Graham here, like, who pronounces his own name wrong. Like, because his name's Graham. It's got an H in it. It's Graham. That's how, that's how the name is. Graham but Crackers? He's, but he's Graham. Yeah, but it should be. Because that's how that name is pronounced. Graham. Because it has an H in it. Like, I'm sorry to tell you, you're saying your own name wrong. But I'm not going to say it wrong just because you're saying it wrong. Like, I'm not going to suddenly say aluminum just because you guys have decided that you can't. It's aluminium. Aluminium. It's aluminium. You know, in the dictionary, there's both. Right, in the dictionary. In the dictionary, there's like selfies and shit now. Yeah. So, you know what? Fuck you, dictionary. No, seriously. Every H year, is in the dictionary now. Every year when they bring uh, out like the new list of words they put in the yeah. dictionary, I lose more and more respect for the dictionary. <laughs> but that's like an old... Like, it's like when... 
It's like when some oh, it, you know what that's Come like. It's on, like someone dictionary. trying to be. It's like trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. <laughs> like dropping in references. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like the cool yeah. priest at school who, like, turned his chair backwards and, like, I'm here, All right, kids, let's I'm, wrap. I'm here to talk to you about a rebel. <laughs> you know, a guy that not everyone agreed with. A guy who hung out with a posse. Twelve guys. Let's call them D12, the disciples. D12. The J-man and D12. One of them betrayed him. Wasn't Biggie, wasn't Tupac. You know, like, that guy, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy putting in local references. Like, he's doing local. You don't know where that place is. You just ask the tech where the shit town nearby is. Don't drop that in, bitch. I don't respect you. And, you know, words got to be around for a while before it's, like, in the dictionary. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Selfie, I mean... See not... if it's around in ten years. And then, you know, maybe... Well, I mean, selfie it's probably. It's a TV show you know now. What? Did, you see the, did you see the ads for that? Makes me, it makes me mad. Anytime there's a show where they're like, oh, this is the new thing? Now we've made a show about that thing. Uh, why? Why? I I heard originally that it was going to be called Hashtag Selfie. And I was like, no, no. Stop it. Stop advertising your show. Right, but you know what they would have thought? There's probably someone in the studio somewhere going, no, that's two shows. <laughs> one's Hashtag. And one self. It's a spin-off. It's like Joey. Get the ball moving on, on right. hashtag right now. Oh, my God. Seriously. Don't encourage it. That's what I think about the self. I mean, do it if you want to fucking do it. But don't make it a thing. Isn't it just a thing that people are doing? Why does it then have to be a thing? I don't know. It's, it's annoying, though. No, not really. It's one, it's one of those things where... Well, I mean, I don't have a proper phone. Like, I can't take a selfie on my phone, on my burner. No, like, that's, that's I'm going to start that. Is there hashtag, a camera on it? Does that hashtag camera? burner selfies. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I've certainly never used it if there is one. I can, like, I, I'm going to turn, probably a there's I'm gonna a camera turn it back. on and see if there's, oh, yeah, there is. Look at that. That looks like a camera. Yeah, it's yeah. a little camera, yeah. but it's there. That's what I'm going to start. I'm going to start burner selfies. No filter. <laughs> Hashtag burner selfie. Hashtag, hashtag burner selfie. <laughs> hashtag no filter, because my phone doesn't have a filter. <laughs> hashtag burner selfie. That's awesome. Yeah, okay, so you're right. It does have a camera. <laughs> it also has like a, a, a steaming cup of coffee. Oh. I don't really know what that icon is. Applications. Applications. What is cop? And mine, all it says in there is opera and my account. <laughs> So hey, that's a lot of applications. Not really sure there. what that, any of that is. Opera like, is opera. the internet. Okay, camera. Oh, I've got video and a camera. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I can do hashtag burner vines as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take my first ever, it's going to be a picture of you. It's not going to be a selfie. Hang on, I don't even know which button to push to make it go. I'm going to push the middle one and see if that works. All right, beautiful. <laughs> is it good? Does so, it work? if I work out now how to, oh, it's because this is how little I've taken a photo on this phone. <laughs> the options that come up is that I can MMS it to someone, so send it like to somebody, yeah. um, or I can put set it as my wallpaper. Oh, because I've never put another phone. In. <laughs> so right, you can be my wallpaper on my phone. That won't be creepy at all. <laughs> but that will rem oh no, and it won't even let me do that. So there you go. Oh well, you tried to put touch the screen, but ah, it's not screen? one of those. No, of course it doesn't. <laughs> That's how old my phone is. There's an icon on the screen. I'm like trying to touch it and go, oh, it's not working. It's not yeah, working. because it's not an iPhone. The technology doesn't exist no, yet. That's a good point. 
and I'm not sure if he means it or not. I honestly don't know. Like, he's either the best or worst person in the world, and most likely a fair mix of both. But I'm fascinated by him. It's like America's fascination with Nicolas Cage. Right. I was watching Con Air the other night, and that's still, they, they'll never make a movie like Con Air again, I imagine, because yeah. it's just so 80s. But, like, it's great. It's horrible, but it's great, you know what I mean? Like, and they'll never kind of, like, now movies are just horrible, like Transformers or whatever. They're just horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there was a time when movies could be horrible and great, and that was Con Air, right? That is a horrible, great movie. And when I rewatched it the other night, like, Nicolas Cage is so terrible in that film. But I remember it as one of his iconic roles, but the voice makes no sense. Like, no sense. He's and, too, he put it, putting on a voice. I, oh, that's one movie that has passed, passed me by, like, growing up. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. You know what? It'd either be either really great to see now, or you'd watch it and just go, why do people think, like... I mean, it, it might be one of those ones you had to see at the right time. It can't be worse than Sharknado. No, but Sharknado is intentionally bad. Yeah. Comedy is not intentionally bad. <laughs> it's got some of the best actors of like, it's full of stars. And they're all acting their, well, I mean, some of like Malkovich and stuff are chewing the scenery off. But like Steve Buscemi and like, oh, uh, yeah. and like a whole bunch of like, like, I mean, Dave Chappelle's in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many good people in it. Like, it's full of good people. Like, uh,. John Cusack's in it. Oh. Like it's, like it's stars. Yeah. And it's camp. <laughs> oh, it just, you know what it says? I gotta see that. I gotta it's see like an rock. ad, it's an ad for cocaine. Oh, the both of them. That's what they are. They're giant ads for cocaine. Like, they're just like, we should like blow up that car out of the back of a plane. Like, yes, you should. This of movie could end right. This should. movie could right end right here. But you know what? Let's take the plane off one more time and then try to land it on the strip in Vegas <laughs> and destroy all Vegas with a giant jet. Should we do that to finish the movie? Yes, yes, you should. You definitely should do that. Oh my god, it's the best. I loved it. I could not have been loving it more. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it's a great fun. But movie it's an enjoyable watch. movie. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if you would enjoy it now. I think I that probably because, would. I can totally right. appreciate the camp and like the, all this stuff. Where you're like, this was a thing? Right. <laughs> and where they say a funny line, or they'll joke about things that should not be joked about. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of them's like a pedophile, and there's a lot of pedophiles. Like, I mean, anyway. I guess they're criminals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this dream I had yes, last night. Yes, tell me. All right. So, uh, have you seen Futurama? Yes, of course. Okay. So... For some reason, I was in uh, the same room as the professor, Professor Farnsworth, sure. yep. and I was, uh, I think we were both people, and I, I was telling him, like, I'm really sorry that Futurama's canceled oh, now. Like, like he was an actor that was in the show. Yeah, or like, a, like yeah. it was like a nice Or like his real life was, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like and a I Duck was, Dynasty or something. <laughs> yeah. Or just a weird family that they filmed for, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I was like, but Planet Express, I mean, this whole... This uh, this business could be like a museum to to show off what a what a great show this was and right. people come by and appreciate it and stuff. And he's like, like Star well, Trek. That would, you know, yeah. he'd like get a real vibe going. Like, people yeah. were really into it. Yeah. You know? 
And then, all of a sudden in the dream, I was like, I have to take a shit. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and I couldn't find a bathroom. Yeah, that's weird. And then it was like one of those things where like... It's not yeah. going to be one of those stories where you wake up and you shit in your own bed, right? No. Okay, thanks. So God. glad. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. That would have been a terrible way to end what has been such a lovely podcast. <laughs> but it was like, I couldn't find a bathroom. And then I was like, uh, the, the kind of where it's like, you know, you're like... You have to, and then, but it's a little too late, but it's not completely too late. Right. And yeah. Right. So I was in my dream, and I'm but just like, that's a really, what the hell? Why are you like? dreaming about that? I have <laughs> no idea. And implanted ex- express of all places. Right. <laughs> They've seen worse, too, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but then I woke up and I was like, okay, it was a dream. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I, you know what? I'm, I don't know why this is, but of late, I've become very aware that I'm dreaming. Like, you know, in my dreams. Oh, like, so when something Yeah, so when something's happening, I'm very, like, I'm able to go, oh, yeah, this is a dream. Oh, that's awesome. And it's fun. Like, it is. It's really fun I've to I've been able that. to do that, yeah. like, a handful of times, but not not a lot. I don't know why it's happening to me at the moment. Like, it's not for, I don't, haven't, I'm not doing anything or, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not that I, No, or, yeah. and I'm not trying to do it. It's just, I've noticed, like, of late, I'm like, I mean, maybe. You're like, let's do this. Right. Let's do that. Maybe this is all coming together, you know what I mean? This is about. It's a higher mental state oh, where, yeah. yeah, right, let's not give too much away. It's probably the mushrooms. Because I've heard a lot of government conspiracies. <laughs> oh, yeah, did I tell you I took mushrooms this morning? <laughs> oh, that explains everything, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but it has been delightful to talk to you. Yeah, you Seriously. too. Let's, let's see what we got. Yeah, hour and 40 minutes. Okay, that seems right. Pretty good stuff. So this has been Will Anderson. I, I do an intro, yeah. so... Okay. I listened. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like... <laughs> You're like, what is this? Yeah. Well, you know, not in a bad way, though. Most things start with, what is this? Most of the things that I am into or not into start with, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're not asking, what is this, then you're le- leading your life the wrong way. You're yeah. just like, no, I just like the things that I have. My guns are my truck. And I don't like your fancy check it out. Car. Why would I check no. it out? Teenage years were the best years of my life. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll leave that for the end. Okay, uh, thanks for listening, everyone.